0: And welcome back to another episode of City View, a podcast, Quincy podcast with Mayor Tom Koch. I'm his media director, Mark Carey, and I'm thrilled to be here with the mayor. That's your title? That's my title. Oh, I always wondered what you did for me. I gave it to myself and you didn't say no. So there we go. <laughs> I kid, I kid. How are you, Mayor? I'm well, Mark. How are you? It's been a couple of weeks. Has it? Uh, it's it's a busy time. Nothing's going on really, though. So, you know. No, not much this time of year. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's... uh. I think we should do an update on what's going on in the downtown area, especially in the area where the Bridge to Nowhere goes. So if we could talk a little bit about the General's Bridge is what I'm talking about and some updates on the downtown area. We do have a couple of major announcements that have happened and that will be happening and a lot about that. So let's just discuss what's going on there by the Bridge to Nowhere. (laughs) Sure, sure. And I know we've we've had some people out there talk about that with
1: the... In reality, you have to set the table with the infrastructure improvements first. It's much like the we had to move the Townbrook, the Hannon Parkway. That led to the closing of Hancock the creation of Hancock Adams Common. All these pieces in the downtown are connected. You know, it's a major civil works project overall, and they all connect. And this, of course... The new bridge, uh, which uh, was state by the, paid for by the Massachusetts Department of Transportation. Uh, we thank our legislative delegation for always helping us with uh,
0: our projects. Not by the taxpayers of Quincy, but by the, I get it. Okay, good. Yep, That's good absolutely. to say.
1: And um, that whole area, as we know, is laid out for development. We've talked about a master plan over the years of Quincy Center, and uh, this is the next phase, if you will, for that. So the south of the bridge, the Atlantic Development, represented by D.J. McKinnon, presented informally to the planning board last week about the parcel south of the bridge. As people may know, maybe they don't know, but we did go to the council for the next phase of the district improvement financing approvals, which included money to build a garage on that portion. So we always talked about two or three garages in the downtown. Mm. We have the Kilroy, which serves that side of the square. Now we're going to be doing two other garages on the general's area that's going to serve that part of Quincy Center. So... Uh, IHOP is, uh, is going to be moving at some point, trying to find a location for them to relocate. That whole parcel will be demolished. A garage will be built, probably a uh, house, I don't know, maybe a thousand cars in that garage. And in the front of the garage and kind of an envelope in the garage will be a project that will include residential units, which we still need units in our city. And
0: part of that will be a specialty grocer. Hold on. Oh, wait, I'm trying to find the right one. That's it right there. <laughs> okay, so what is... Easy, everyone. Easy, talk, now. <laughs> Let's talk about that, actually. You know, it's a, I know that the
1: developer has confidentiality agreements and really can't talk about any details, but the strong rumor is it's Trader Joe's. And uh, and I know that <laughs> in my course of my years as mayor, when people talk to me about the downtown, they mentioned two stores frequently. You got to bring a Whole Foods. or You got to bring a Trader Joe's. Right, it looks right. like we're getting one of them here uh, as part of this
0: development, which is yeah. which is tremendous. It's it the really it's the worst kept secret rumor ever, but we can't legally say things out loud, or the developer can't. But we're not going to get into that game today. But we, yeah, no, exactly. And yeah.
1: it it, um, it it reminds me of Sean Keneally, who's a uh, real estate broker, for a lot of commercial areas in the city, telling the story years ago at fourteen hundred Hancock Street trying to get that space leased out. And he reached out to Starbucks and he asked them, you know, would you come to Quincy Center? And they said, what's the rent? Now, we think the opposite, looking for a low rent. And he at the time, it was like $18. <laughs> and Starbucks said, call us when it's at $30 a square foot. We now have a Starbucks in Quincy Center. They know their market share. So yeah. as the Quincy Center area gets completely built out with a whole new neighborhood, Trader Doe knows their market area. There'll be a bank, there'll be coffee shops, there are other pieces of this as well. But it's, uh, it's exciting because it's that all that work we did, creating McConville Way and Dunford Drive, and now that will all fill in like a puzzle with the uses that we've talk, been talking about for the last several years.
0: Not to harp on this, but our most listened-to podcast of all of the hundreds and something that we've done has been about the Hannafords leaving... I don't know why somehow people think that you had something to do with Hannaford's leaving, which is not true. It was a private thing. But
1: I miss Hannaford's. <laughs> I know. So I,
0: I know that this is going to get listened to, so I don't want to miss any, any points here. I know over the years, your planning office have reached out to several of these, whether it's Whole Foods from the Wegmans of the world to the Trader Joe's and Market Basket. Those people know exactly the, the climate. You just said that. I just wanted to make sure that we know that. They know exactly what they're looking for, and we weren't ready until now.
1: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. They they know the market. We had to set the stage. We had to create our own destiny, if you will, and do a lot of the legwork. And uh, it's been it's been a it's been a successful run. But you know these things don't just happen. You know, there's an incredible amount of work that is involved in here. So, attracting development, attracting the right development, and putting those pieces together. Uh, requires an awful lot of effort from a lot of people. And I have a great, great team. I mean, I, I have the best in the business. And so when you get the folks together to make it happen, it gets done. So the, that's that's just tremendous. And and then, of course, you know, we're talking about um, the other side of the bridge, which uh, I know a release came out today being, uh, being Wednesday, and that's the Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. They announced plans for, uh, and we've talked about medical uses in Quincy Center.
0: Right, right. And it's not a hospital. Yeah,
1: so if, um, if people remember a few years ago, Brigham Women was going to do something with us in Quincy Center on medical uses. And then the, the CEO of Brigham Women stepped down, moved on, um, and they, they it, that never happened. So we went back, worked it with Fox Rock, Rob Hill's team, and now we have uh, Beth Israel, by the way, is, is the gold standard in the medical world. Um, and so we're thrilled that they announced plans today to develop a comprehensive multi-specialty ambulatory center in Quincy. So it's not a full-fledged hospital. However, folks have to leave the city for a lot of the services they're going to provide. So people to stay in Quincy for a lot of the services. And I know they've talked about a uh, full spectrum of health care services, including primary care, urgent care, cardiology, OBGYN, cancer care, orthopedics, a full suite of diagnostic radiology services lab services, and their own retail pharmacy as well. That's a and big servicing. deal. It's a very big deal. And for those that don't know things about Beth Israel, they're they're a Harvard Medical Faculty Physicians organization. You know, They're, they're right tops in the business, uh, along with Mass General and Brigham Women's, but I would say they're the top three in this region and very well respected. So this is going to be tremendous for the people of Quincy, it You know, it brings jobs. Obviously, the building of the building will be jobs, union jobs. It's it's a win-win all around. And uh, I'm, I congratulate Rob Hill and his team for making the deal happen because like, we're not dealing with a – this isn't Macy's. This is a medical nonprofit. Therefore, the numbers to make this work is very challenging. But it's the – the value they bring, the service it's going to provide to the people of Quincy, it's worth it to cut the tax deal uh-huh. to get them here. And I, I remind people, uh, as I've been out about, you know, during this season that I'm in,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> people talk about—I don't know what you're talking uh, about. But people go ahead. still talk about the hospital, and the lack of, and and I walked through them the history of that and how it was, you know, municipal hospital till 1999, long before I was mayor
0: again, and it was spun you, off you, yeah.
1: to a nonprofit, went bankrupt, lost money every year. Stewart Medical bought it, and then Stuart Medical sold the site, closed the hospital and sold the site. So we're so close to Boston and and that's that's the challenge. You know, you we're, we're ten miles from Boston. So if you're gonna have surgery, you know, you more often than not gonna opt to go into Boston. I mean they, they come from thousands of miles away to come to Boston for surgery. So so it has been a challenge, but this is gonna fill a great portion of that need, that void that we have right now. So the, this is a tremendous announcement. I'm so grateful to The team at Beth Israel for the confidence they're placing in Quincy. And I'm looking forward to working with Jason Ward and the team at Fox Rock to get this in the ground, get it moving. And that will have a separate garage next to that building that will serve the facility. But then nights and weekends, that garage is available for other uses uh, in the Quincy Center area. For example, down the road, when we put the shovel in the ground for a performing arts center, when you're having programs nights and weekends, we're going to need parking.
0: So, so that's another so, thing you just you just can't lop that out there. That's a big deal. That's another big I, a big part of this project is right. that that performing arts center that has not gone away yet. That's really makes that really fills out what a downtown should be, right?
1: No, absolutely. And as you know, Mark, when we first talked about the Quincy 400 celebration for 2025 in our surveys, it came back. Now they called it different things, but essentially the biggest request was to get a performing arts/cultural center in our city. And for a city over 100,000 with a brand new downtown and developing downtown, it is kind of the missing link. There's no question it the I mean we have the beautiful art gallery, we have a lot of great programming on the Hancock Adams Common, but the missing link is a permanent year-round facility that we can have some tremendous Performances, comedians, acts, uh, movie nights, you name it. Yeah. Um, it would be tremendous. In fact, I was coming back uh, to, to hear from a Massachusetts Department of Transportation board meeting, and I heard on the radio an ad for the Plymouth Hall. Center, Memorial Hall. Memorial Hall, yeah. Hall. And some of the stuff they have coming up through the Christmas season. Pretty remarkable yeah, stuff. And, and that's the kind of stuff. I mean, we obviously have some natural things like the Quincy Symphony and the Quincy Choral Society and some of our own local groups that dance companies and studios and stuff that would probably be a natural fit to come in and do some things. But I see this thing as, as I'm sure you do, Mark, that's more your world, but you know, having professional comedians here, having shows here, having live entertainment, having a movie night, et cetera, et cetera. So film festivals, film festival. Yeah. yeah, All of those things. I think, I think it's going to be tremendous and it'll give a place to do that, which then supports the downtown people come here, eat or, and then go or go and then go eat. Um, there's, it just brings vitality, vibrancy, and economic value to the downtown. So we definitely want to be in the ground by 2025 for Performing Arts Center. So that part of Quincy
0: Center is really starting to to take shape. It gives a new meaning to the whole Bridge to Nowhere, not so, that I want to pound on that. But it, it is does. amazing because when you do talk about the Beth Israel coming and all the, the services that they'll offer, it goes along with – if the residents are going to be living there we have so many new residents living in the downtown now which we've never even imagined how many that's there correct. would be before all because of the Kilroy in uh, that building that the Peter O'Connell built the stuff that's gone on at Cliveden place with the Galvins and now with what what DJ's doing and they'll have a they'll have a it's a community of its own with its own little
1: oh big time I mean, let's not forget facility. Quincy Mutual Quincy Mutual funded the Huge. first project west of Chestnut which was the game changer that well, began the true private investment in Quincy Center. And then of course Peter O'Connell stepped up and did the 15-story building.
0: At the time that was called the giant hole in the ground, I think.
1: Indeed. Indeed, we've come a long way. We have. And of course, LBC, our friends with them, they built a building, they got another project they're looking at, so it's uh it's really taking shape. Joey Cari yeah. who owns a number of uh restaurants in Boston and North Shore Southie, you know, he's I think he owned the his restaurant group has like 20 restaurants. So they bought the, as a refresher, I know people have learned this, but they bought the the dollar store. That's coming down. He's building a seven-story building. It'll be a two-story restaurant. It will open up into the new park space we're creating. We don't have a name for that space yet, but it's, we bought two smaller buildings, so there'll be a park between that and the Slater Project, which is the Arcade Building, which all those things in the coming weeks you're going to see start to come down. Physically, these buildings will be knocked down and then the process will begin for the buildings to start to rise again. So you get that whole west side of Hancock Street, the generals, bridge area, the McConville Way, Donford Drive, all of that. The next few years are going to be very active with new development, new housing, new businesses, new retail places, and a medical facility. It's phenomenal.
0: But I also think that nothing's been haphazardly. So the idea to create that park but next, between the Slater and, and Joe Akari building that really opens up the back out there because before it's always always well, well, just Hancock Street. Yeah, Everything that, else was, was the back. Now it all really it's not works. the back. That's yeah. and
1: that's that's the thing. They used to have an alleyway back there. There used yeah. to be that garage back there, the Ross Way, the Parking Way. It was, it was all. Uh, it was it was the ass end of the square. Pardon my pardon my <laughs> French. But the, the reality <laughs> is now there'll be beautiful buildings that front McConville that front Dunford. So this opens up the world in the square to, to connect it all. You know the connectivity. You get the alleyway now which is next to the fat cat in that stretch but this will be a a real opening with some beautiful park amenities that we've seen with the kilroy we've seen with hancock adams common the people that live in the down they love the public spaces and and why not they're they're beautiful and and that's
0: what they're for it's hard to believe that only a few years ago that hancock parking lot where they had the you know i think we had the farmer's market out there and and it was just such an ugly old parking lot, but now it's absolutely beautiful. People forget quickly. It's, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. I had somebody was telling me recently, a family member was back. They hadn't been back to Quincy like in 15 years and they couldn't get over the transformation. They absolutely were blown away. We take it for granted because we're here every day. And for certainly from the perspective of the administration, we're always onto the next thing. You know, we're not happy or satisfied with what we have. It's no, let's move now. Let's get this piece done. Let's get this piece done. Because there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And uh we're making tremendous progress. And uh again, we have the we have the best team. The local investment has been incredible. We're in the hundreds of millions of dollars of private investment uh in Quincy Center. The values have raised dramatically so that the the all the work we've done uh the public investment side in the square, like Kilroy, the garage, that's being paid for by new value in Quincy Center. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's, it's working. It's a great model, and, and we're, we're, uh, we're executing very well on it. Things take a little longer than I would like, but we're making tremendous progress. And, and I just I was at the MassDOT board meeting, and the dean of the mayors, Dean Mazzarelli, he's as mayor. He's been mayor for like 28 years. I have no interest in serving for 28 years. But he, <laughs> he, he said... I can't get over what's going on in your city. He says it's unbelievable. I was down there recently, and and a lot of these mayors that they, they look they would love to have a piece for what we have going on. Yeah, and and I I don't say that in a flippant way. I say that to remind people these things don't just happen. No, these you know this this work involved. There's incredible vision, incredible investment, lining up the pieces, the legal teams, the financial advisors, all to make this thing work. City Council has been a great partner in this. They've approved each of my diff districts. They've approved the zoning changes. They're, they've been a partner in this. Well, most of them, not all of them, but most of them. <laughs> so um, it's it's a team effort. Yeah. Our legislative delegation has been right. great with some of the grants. Governor Baker is tremendous. Governor Healy's cooperating and, and participating in, in what's going on now. Yeah. Congressman Lynch and the federal delegation, again, working together, bringing the money in bringing the grants in putting the pieces together, and we're transforming our city. And if for those of you that don't remember, because I know we have a lot of new people in Quincy, when I took office, the downtown was a blankety blank. It really, oh yeah, was in bad shape. It, it was taking your life in your decline. hands during the
0: day more than you were at night.
1: It That's, was, it I was, it was, it was, it was a crazy. mess. Yeah. It was a mess, absolute mess. There were businesses looking to leave because they didn't like what was going on, and now we have completely turned that around. And now people want to be here. They want to live here. Investors want to invest here. Stores are opening. Restaurants are opening. I mean, it's, it's a great story, and well, it doesn't just happen.
0: The uh, evidence is from a lot of others. Like you said, cities and towns are envious of Quincy because uh, they, they can't do this. They just can't do what's been done here. And again, I know it's been years and years and years in the making, but it really, I remember even during COVID, the things that we were doing during COVID, I, we were getting calls because there were only a few of us up here right. th- throughout COVID, we're all fielding calls from different communities. And how are you doing that? How are we doing that? How's right. that being taken care of? To-
1: well, I, I've always said we, we need to create our own de- destiny. We're part of a greater economy and a greater market. But we have the tools to advance our own economy. And old cities can't be stagnant. You cannot be stagnant. You have to move forward. And if not, you're going to go the other direction. Now, I know some people think that maybe there's a little too much development. I stand by most of it. I think that what we've done in Quincy Center, the North Quincy T Station, some of the areas around which we, you know, TODs, transportation area development yep. around the public stations uh, have been tremendous. And, and it's awesome. I, I, You know, we've got incredible neighborhoods throughout the city. You, you know, you can go to the other side of the expressway, West Quincy, South Quincy up near Faxham Park, you can go to mm. Housenac, Adamshaw, Marymount, Germantown, yeah. Wollaston Flats, Beachwood, Noah, Wollaston Hill, President's Hill, you know, Forbes Hill, Squanum, <laughs> Atlantic. I mean, we have incredible, beautiful Residence A neighborhoods. Yeah. And I don't want to see eight-story buildings in those neighborhoods. No, of course no, not. not. No. They're still the same as they have been for 100 years. That's right. Yeah. So there is a place for development, good development around public transportation. And that's what we have focused on. And it is working
0: very, very well and putting the city in fiscally uh, responsible place. Indeed. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the fuel feeding,
1: you know, feeding the engine, if you will, is the new revenue coming in from these projects. So, again, not to belabor it, but I'm going to. You know, we're on our fifth school. We've done every park and playground over. We're doing our roads over. We're doing a new public safety headquarters. We're fixing our libraries. We're doing seawalls. All of these things within our tax structure, and we don't tax to the max. We leave a lot on the table. Yeah. So this is a remarkable story, and, I, and I'm and i I'm just proud to be part of it. We've got a great team working on it, and I think the city has a great, great future.
0: Well, I think that's a great update for uh, now, for today. There's been a lot of word out there, a lot of rumors out there, some of them true. Some of them you just didn't know about until today. So thank you very much for sharing those, Mayor.
1: What I always find interesting is that uh, rumors seem to fly a lot quicker than real information. Man, oh, man. <laughs>
0: You're not on social media like I am. No, so, I'm not. No, I'm not. I, we get to read it all. It inevitably these conversations about development that you were just talking about. Go to a place. If you try and pinpoint what they mean by it, they, they can't really answer it. I, I've talked to a lot of people about, what do you mean specifically about I, I, development?
1: I, I think at the end of the day, Mark, some of this is, we all experience it a little bit. Some people don't like change. Yeah. Sometimes change is hard, you know, and it's, it, it's different. But, you know, change is inevitable. We can either control it, and do the right thing for change, or change can go in the other direction very easily.
0: Yeah, so. and for the most part, it always ends up really not being about development, it's about traffic, and that has nothing to do necessarily with, with. I mean, half these That's people are moving issue. here. It's a regional issue. It traffic. is, yeah, It's a course. regional issue, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so we've talked about that before. We're not going to talk about it yet. New. No. So let's just move on, and let's uh, say we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Thanks.